No way. We're getting ready for the race war, and we're gonna need Monster. We're gonna need Bang Energy Drink. We're gonna need Big Macs. You can keep your fucking salad. I'm a fool, but I love you, dear, until the day I die. Now and then, there's a fool such as I. Welcome to Hate Us for 32. How are you? Joined by uh, John Fashcroft. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me on, Bobo. Always, always. And Ambrose. What's up, bud? Hello. How are you? Oh, that, shit. I've never been better, dude. Never been better. You know how I am. We're just pretending right now. So, I don't know. Do you, we could just pick up where we, we left off, where we were talking about dragging someone down the street behind a truck and... I'm totally kidding. We weren't actually doing that. But I actually don't know where we should start. What was that guy's name? Bird, right? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah, Larry Bird. Yeah, we were talking about dragging Larry Bird. By the <laughs> He's a goner, folks. The fucking... Uh... <laughs> Wait, Larry Bird's already dead, though, isn't he? No. Oh, no way. Yeah, he died, Fashcroft. When? You're lying. No, I mean, Larry Bird died the other day. No. Yes. You're thinking you're thinking Betty White. Celtics dynasty is over, my friends. <laughs> Do you know about that? Yeah, Betty White did die the other day. We can start off with the article that I threw in there. That I was I mean, who cares that some old bitch died cuz that's what old people do, right? Yeah, especially that's what like, I said. like my coworkers are like, "Dude, did you hear that Betty White died?" I'm like, "She was still alive?" <laughs> Glory to God, right? Amen, brother. She's like she, wasn't she like literally like 99 years old? <laughs> They were like sad. I'm like, what do you, what do you, what do you want? Can you believe it, dude? Once you're like, I'd say 65. Once you're like 75 plus, like you're in the bonus rounds for sure. Yeah, dude. man, you made it. Count your yeah. fucking blessings. No shit. You make it to 90, the fuck out of here. Yeah, and then these yeah. fucking faggots are out there acting as if you know she was cheated, Ambrose, because she didn't turn a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. Can you believe that she died like a month before her hundredth birthday? I'm like, what the fuck are you? What, the sun didn't, or we didn't go around the sun quite far enough for you? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, well, actually, <laughs> I, I saw some fucking Betty White respecter out there, and they were, they were saying, <laughs> they were saying some stupid shit like, well, brother, she lived for, she lived through 24 leap years, which means that technically, uh, she did, she lived to be a hundred, you know, if you count the leap, the extra days, it's like, yeah, technically that guy's a faggot. And like, what, <laughs> what is this conversation? And actually, Ambrose, the guy technically, she didn't, because technically they were fucking leap years, asshole. So she didn't. We only respect people here who make it to to be a hundred years old. Thank, thank you. Folks. Yeah, she was really old in fucking dog years. Whatever. Yeah, and, when, shit. and what was the wasn't last? Wasn't she a movie? whore? I don't wasn't know. she like a slutty old lady? Didn't she play a slutty old lady? I don't. Think she that. did, but I think it's just like ironically. I don't think I don't. I don't know at all. But I I hope that she wasn't like literally a whore. Like whoring herself out. She was in Hollywood. That's true. Yeah, but it was back in the, uh, I mean, she got her start back in, I mean, Lord knows when. If she was 99, that means that this bitch was born at, like in, like, the 1920s. The Roaring yeah, 20s. no, she was, somebody said that the other day, and the, uh, when, uh, the same coworkers and stuff, they're like, can you imagine all the stuff she saw? She was born in the 20s? I'm like, yeah, 
the peak of this country and then just to see it jump off a cliff and fucking into a <laughs> yeah. vat of boiling oil. Yeah. Yeah, dude. How wonderful that must have been. And you know what the fuck? Like, she's so fucking gay and stupid that she thought her life was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she thought she did a good job. Yeah. 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 yeah let's talk quick Brie, uh, about one of the things she did in 1954. Right? What do you think of 1954? What do you think of? I think. 1950. Go ahead. I don't know, man. I think, honestly, dude, if when it comes to any, like, any time before 1960, like 1964, 1965, I think of segregation. Even though I, I'm not yeah. from the fucking South, <laughs> sure. it's just such a dream, you know. Um, but thank, thank, thank the Lord that I'm not the only dreamer. But in <coughs> I think of like I think of like television getting invented and like I don't know because most of the country wasn't even thinking segregation because they didn't have any blacks. So yeah. like the, it was like segregate from what? Yeah, that's so funny, Ambrose, that you bring Italians? that Italians. Yeah. That, imagine that, John and Ambrose, that fucking. People are like in the north bitching and complaining about about segregation and stuff. It's like you don't even have that many niggers to segregate. Yeah, not your fucking issue, dude. It's like who are you to complain? That would be like a fucking that would be like a person who has no qualifications to deal with the mentally insane telling a person that's dealing with the mentally insane that they can't, you know, deal with them in a way that they see fit. That actually is effective. I mean that happens all the time. I mean, they say, what was the old Trainings saying? What was the old saying in school, Ambrose and John? It was a fucking, the abstinence is the best thing to, to stay away from STDs, right? You don't want SC? Yeah. Don't fuck people. Well, it's like if you don't want, like, any of the crime that blacks bring into your neighborhood, just segregate. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You don't want to deal with the pay the nigger tax? Segregate. Although the other week, I didn't get to tell this story on the show. This felt really good. So I'm pulling out of the mall. I just got done finishing up some last-minute Christmas shopping. Feels so fucking good. But I'm pulling out, and I put the car in reverse to back out of the stall that I'm in, right? And I see this, like, nigger bitch about to pull in behind me. But she, I'm, like, pretty close to the store, so if she, she stopped on the fucking road as not, like, waiting for me to pull out the, so she can pull in. She's, like, blocking traffic doing this. So, seeing this... I sat there for a minute, <laughs> kept the car in reverse, but just had my brake on. So she's sitting there, holding up traffic, wasting everybody's fucking day. I sit there for a good, oh, five, ten seconds, and then the horns start beeping at this woman, and I see her throw her hands up behind the fucking steering wheel of the car, and all I have to say, you know, all the taxes, of all the nigger tax that we have to pay, you know, being held up in line and, like, in public, getting fucked around in public by these people, it feels good to make them pay, what, like, the white man's tax or something. Merry Christmas, nigger! Woo! <laughs> Dude, I was at I went to a gas station in I would say a rougher part of town the other day. On the other on the wrong side of the tracks, Ambrose? Wrong side of the tracks, Larry. And um I pull up and I'm like I'm sitting there for a second. I th I I was still I think I was at the time I was I was smoking more cigarettes. And this isn't too long ago. I was kinda I don't know. I'd gotten to a little rut of smoking cigarettes, you know what I mean? Quit smoking. I, I have. I, I can't remember the last time I had a cigarette. Um it's been a few months at least. You're better than that. I right? wasn't doing a lot anyway. Anyway. I pull up, finish my cigarette, I'm looking out. There's a guy in the corner, white white fella, right? He's got like kind of, he's got sunglasses on. His hair is slicked back. He's probably like five foot ten. Yo, is he being probably... fucking taken care of and spilling fucking cannolis on no, the listen, ground? Listen, listen. He probably okay. weighs like he's like five ten, like two thirty, like kind of a not a not a slim guy, not fat, but like you know, just like a you know whatever. And uh. He's standing there, and I'm watching him. My window's down, so I can, you know, he's kind of standing there. He's smoking a cigarette, and some black woman comes out the gas station, walks past him, and he goes, 
And he goes to her and he goes, hey, uh, do you have any change left over from your purchase? Um, I know you gave me a few dollars a second ago, but if you have anything left over, like I'm really trying to, you know, it's rough for me. Whatever. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, like this is a white person begging for money from a black woman. You know what I mean? It's very striking. And I take another look at him. He's wearing a polo shirt with gym shorts on also. Interesting look. Hair slicked back. <laughs> oh, my like, God. I'm like, this guy looks pretty cool, to be honest. And then, like, I go Wait, inside. Wait, what? <laughs> I go inside. He's like a bad motherfucker right He's wearing there. gym shorts yeah. and a fucking polo, and Amber's just like, yeah, yeah my kind of dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's got something going on. I go inside before him. He follows me not too long afterwards. And I'm like getting my own smokes. So I'm, I'm trying to go to work, you know what I mean? I don't get all the time. And um, I'm checking out, and I hear him behind me standing next to a black fella. And all I hear is, I hear him go, he says to the black fella, I'm sorry, it sounded like you were trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> he said that to the Negro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and this, and the black fella said the, the nigger. And he's, the, nigger's like, the nigger's like 25. <laughs> just like your average, like just random nigga. I'm just like, and I, my my ears perk up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on behind me? <laughs> <laughs> and this and this nigga just backs down immediately and goes, oh no, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you, cuz like I wouldn't treat you, I wouldn't talk to you like that. <laughs> and, the, and this white dude, that, that white dude's like, yeah, that's what I thought. Like I didn't think you'd be fucking talking to me like that. I'm over here. He's like, I don't know why you're trying to be telling me what to do. Hell and they're like yeah. talking about like their place in line or something. And this like. <laughs> I don't know, like, how it even started. It seemed, like, really innocent on the nigger's part. <laughs> and like, this white dude's just like, this white dude's like, you better not fucking, like, this, and, and then uh, there was something that, about, there's something about, no, 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 there's something about how just greasy this white person was that this black person was like, this is not a normal white person. Not, <laughs> that's, like, that's the white yeah. dude that's had to deal with niggers his whole life, yeah. and he knew yeah. how to handle that Well, this, this white person... Yeah, this white person is like, let's like we'll 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 take it as far as you want. I'll to fight you to the death yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, this fucking yeah. spot line. Yeah, yes. And this this, this nigga was like, holy shit! I get back in my car and I watch him walk out with like a natty ice all boy. <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. This is nine in the morning. Ambrose, I gotta interrupt you for a second. Your thoughts, <laughs> your first thoughts about this guy being cool. We're fucking correct, I was my right, friend. Yes. <laughs> he, comes out, he comes out, lights up a cigarette, cracks open his tall boy, no brown bag, nothing, Fuck. and walks back to the walks back to the pay by night motel right behind the gas station. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that is the coolest person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's living. That man is living. I mean, dude, like, if, if you since you, you didn't hear the rest of the conversation, Amber's the best start of the convo would have been if, like, the nigger was, like, being, like, this is the one time in the history of existence, like, a nigger's being polite. And, uh, like, yeah. he, he was, was scared, just... dude. He was scared. <laughs> of I was, too. You thought this, <laughs> you know, it sounds a lot to me like you're trying to uh, tell me what to tell do. Tell me what. He's like, he, no, he's like, says something like, I'm sorry, it didn't sound like you were about to tell me what to do. Like, said something like that. Too, and I was just like, I was just like, pick my head up as I'm talking to the cashier. I'm like, holy shit. Fuck yes, dude, this guy rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you want to see, you, you wish you could see more of it, right? It's just the fucking. Dude, it's... Oh, yeah, dude. I, I've been thinking, dude, that happened like three and a half, four months ago. And I'm still thinking about it like all the time. I'm like, what happened to that guy? Is he well, in jail? Like, what? Well, I don't understand. What's well, because niggers don't like, they're not, they're not used to responding to people 
that that exactly. Like, They're used they, to white people cowering, and this white dude was just like, "Excuse me, I will me, fucking nigger? fight you, and, and we'll we will go to prison if you would like to do that." <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like, where do you want this conversation to end, brother? In the holding cell? In the holding cell? <laughs> I'm sorry, it sounded like you were trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> the nigger was like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> it would have been even better. Like the only way that could have got better if he's like, "Excuse me, nigger." Sound, yeah, sound yeah, yeah. And, he, and the nigger just cucks, and he's just like, "I'm sorry." Are you a nigger trying to tell me what to do right now? Like it wasn't, it wasn't southern. Like it wasn't like southern, which I've seen like southern racism. That's fine. I see it pretty regularly. It's not a big deal. But like it was like I don't know, just like greasy. I don't know, man. It was I. I like I said, I'm still thinking about it as months ago. It was, it was one of the wildest, just like observations in, in public I've ever seen since I've been in the state. <laughs> well, here here on the um, here on the most. Uh... You know the most enjoyed podcast on the planet. We, we, you know, we don't like hate racism like that. We like that. We we, we encourage that. No, it's not even racism. It. No, it's not. And also, I do enjoy petty, shitty racism. Like I, I like that. Like who said? Niggy said the other day. I saw something in some chat, and he, oh god, I can't remember it. I'm sorry. No, oh, no, Niggy says all sorts. Oh, no, of he said he said there was a picture. There was an emoji of the globe, and he's like, "Why is Africa on the front of it?" Yeah, for real. Like, why is why is Africa in the center of it? And they're like, "Well, Europe's also in the center," but he's like, "Yeah, but they're showing too many black people in that picture of the globe." And I was like, "Yes, was like, that's the kind of petty racism I enjoy." <laughs> yeah, why is Africa on the front of the globe? <laughs> it's like, why don't we just like spin the southern hemisphere and like put Africa on the back? Like, get to the back of the bus, get to the back of the globe, niggers, like. You know what mm, I mean? Just like, put them underwater. Make like make hashtag make Africa Atlantis. Yes. Yes, please. It's like we trade. We will trade at Africa for Atlantis. Although, like, imagine the um, you know, Atlantis. What? What is that shit? Do you, do you guys believe that shit was real? Yes. Well, there were, like two people that talked about that. They were like, "Yo, that shit existed." I've um, never seen any kind of like potential historical. I don't know. I'm not saying they don't exist. I just haven't seen it. I don't know. Well, I mean, there are like things on like some of those more uh, quirky or whatever like uh, history style documentaries when they're searching for shit like that. There are like landforms that they think like might be it. But like it was written about by some fairly uh, Plato, like Plato, I think, yeah, yeah, and, and there was there was a couple other people that wrote about something si similar. But I just I don't know. I think that there are plenty. I think that there were other civilizations before ours, right? I do. Oh, brother, without question. I mean, yeah. So well, it used to like I used to think that like um, people like we're so much smarter now and we have so much more of an advanced society and everything. Good, when good. I was a normie, and this is like only wearing off now. Like the longer I spend, I don't know interacting with people that i think are like more advanced thinkers i don't know people i'm like kind of like you know thinking outside of the normie sphere even i'm just like the box everyone's fucking, everyone's fucking stupid even the people thinking outside the box are just trying to catch up to people who lived 100 200 400 a thousand years ago you know man think about like what you just said so, man you know modern modern niggas you know what i'm saying modern science niggas really are just trying they're just a bunch of like one-uppers you know what i mean they're like the shitty guy at the party that no matter what you say like we had all these people tell us the way shit was thousands of years ago and now here we are saying like yeah but but you know we found all this stuff out fuck off. dude like two thousand years ago you read about like rome and they're just talking about the exact exact same things we're talking about now including jews yeah. Like, it's just, like, the exact same thing. And actually, they're, like, much more intelligent and better educated and more serious people than we'll ever be. And they're talking about it in, like, a refined manner. Like, in the and yeah. people are like, but no, it's not. it wasn't the right way because Jews exist. It's like, oh, my God, shoot me in the fucking head. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, anything like it, it's like pick a historical figure that wasn't like explicitly Jewish, like Napoleon or whatever. It's just like they were talking about Jews all the time. Yeah. It's but like they did it in like they did it in a refined way where it's just like, I'm not going to degrade myself or blacks. You know, talk about like, like the, and that's actually something the left talks about more than the right is the right's like, I'm waiting. Oh, show me a, a, a passage by somebody that's, that's like, I hate niggers or something. And it's like such a stupid way to think about it. Um, because like they didn't even like think about black people, <laughs> like it wasn't even like like they didn't even consider them while they like, were colonizing Africa. Yeah, Ambrose, what niggers? Exactly, they're like, what do you mean? What are, what the how fuck? Do, how do, they're, they're treating they they were so racist and treat these people so poorly. Yeah, talk, and then the right wingers are like, yeah, let's, I want to see some quotes about them them like treating black people poorly. And yeah, exactly. And like the British were like people. Like, do you mean slaves? <laughs> you, you, you mean fauna? You mean you mean? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, you, imagine. Oh, you mean niggas, mate? Yeah, niggas. I was just gonna imagine being one of those people that has sailed to Africa from Europe and encountering a bone and nose nigger. Oh my! Imagine God. encountering that, just like screaming at you in like a grass skirt with paint and shit all over yeah. his face. You would absolutely think yeah. that. You would think it was a demon. These were Christian people. You're 150. You you're 156 was... IQ European seeing that for the first time. <laughs> yeah, a Christian yeah. man seeing that for the first time, you would shoot it. One hundred percent, you would shoot that thing. You think I it was would... actually Satan? Yes, you would think it was a demon. One hundred percent, dude. You got these niggers. And the Catholic, the Catholic Church would run in with all its funding and like raise armies and be like. We need to send in the Catholic Church in order to save these people. They're evil, savage demons. Yeah, you got you got these fucking you got these niggers showing up on the shores of Africa, looking like the villain from Insidious, and they're like, "We're gonna save these motherfuckers." You know what I mean? Dark mall looking <laughs> niggers, dude. <laughs> Catholic Church was terrified. They're like, "Oh my God, hell's on earth. Yeah. We need to send the priests in." It's hell here. Is- the gates have opened. Hell is on yeah. earth, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Can we go we back to, to get the our, send our best priests to South America? These people are killing babies and doing all kinds of insane sacrifices in the name of the them. devil. Yeah, it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense, actually, if you're like from that time period. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, and I was watching. Oh, yeah, the Europeans thought they could just come in and save the Aztecs and the Mayans from their, yeah, from them like savagely and brutally like sacrificing thousands yeah. of people every year cutting chill yeah cutting children's hearts out and just rolling them downstairs and like eating the yeah. heart and all kinds of just imagine that Correct. shit i mean really try to envision yes. pulling up on the shores and seeing that shit how do you not just lay waste to those people well dude and I mean, they're just like oh my god yeah thank you oh wow this is amazing your european people are here hey let's sacrifice some people for you they're like, no, 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 no. What the yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. They just start slaughtering people as they yeah. say. Yeah. They think they think that you <laughs> are they think that you are the gods and they just start murdering them. Like, yeah, everybody. In yeah. the streets, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rivers of blood in the streets of fucking uh Quetzalcoatl yeah. or some bullshit. And they're all they're happy just, and shit. They're like, hey, look at this baby. They throw it on the ground and stomp on its face. And they're like, that was <laughs> yeah. and You're the, welcome. And the Europeans are like the niggers and black sheep. They're like, no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Kill babies! No, yeah. no, no! He's like, yeah, I got you, niggers, I got you. But oh man, yeah, that it makes it. And you know, you guys ever seen the movie Hocus Pocus? Like some witch ass shit from uh... yeah. yeah, 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 with Bette Midler, right? 
and was it Disney? And Sarah, Hor- yeah, yeah, and Sarah, Sarah- yeah, Sarah Horseface Parker, yeah, yeah, Bojack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> we got fucking. What could it be for a girl like Chloe Jack, like Chloe Jack Horseman? Ho Jack Horseman. Yeah. <laughs> show title. Show title. Ho Jack Horseman. <laughs> but now, but you guys saw in that movie how um, all of these witches, these dumbass bitches on brooms, they'd walk out and they'd see, they saw the road and they were like, oh, it's a, it's a deep river. Fuck. Like, how will we cross? And they saw a school. They saw a high school. And they were like, what is this? It smells like children. And they were like, it's a... Uh, it's a prison for children. But, like, imagine plopping someone from the 15 or 1600s, like the, or those Catholics from that went down to the... I just would like to see the reaction to modern day, just to be like... They would be so horrified. Well, I think they would have a stroke. What are oh, the, yeah. Who's I mean, that nigga you, on that okay. television? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're going farther back. Like, think about, like, Civil War era, right? Oh, like, my think God. about just a couple hundred years ago and be like, listen, like, Abraham Lincoln, like, look at America today or whoever. Anyone, all of them, whatever. John Wilkes Booth be like, look what you, like, Lincoln wants to send them back to Africa. Look what you're doing. I honestly, I unironically think that they would die. I think if you brought someone back from those times into modern times, they would have a heart attack or, like, seriously, like an epileptic stroke and just fucking die. I don't think they could take modernity. Yeah. Alcohol. I don't. I, I mean that unironically. I know. I think their brain would fucking lock up. Because, I mean, think about how unnatural our environment is. You know what I mean? With all these fucking flashing lights, everybody's crammed on top of one another. We live in a hornet's nest, dude. It's literally like a bee's nest. It's just buzzing all the time. Well, bro, I think it would kill them. I mean, right off the bat, just, I mean, the concept of a vehicle, like cars on the road, instead of just, like... Whipping around. Instead <laughs> yeah, of, like, hundreds. streets made for walking traffic. Like, you watch these videos from... Yeah. On YouTube from like 65 miles an hour. (laughs) Yeah. And you watch videos from like 19, the early 1900s in England or New York. And people are just like walking on the, on the street. It's like, I love those videos. It's nuts. And people are just like walking in between cars all the time. And sometimes they're even, they're like looking at the fucking cameras. Like it's an alien. All the time. They're always looking at the camera. Yep. And I want to I want to go back there and make friends with those guys and be like, we have, we have so many problems on the horizon brothers. Like, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. Larry Ambrose, Larry Ambrose, and Fashcroft go back in time. They're like, "Quick, what year is it? Like, who's in charge? We need to go there and convince them." Immediately. We are alcoholics from the future, and we. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason for we are, that. We we are felons, drug addicts, and fat people from the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we won't tell you who is who. We are felons, drug addicts, and fucking well, I mean, fat come on. people. I mean, well, I mean, everyone knows who the fat person is, but that's just because yeah, of his hey, I ain't fat. <laughs> <laughs> we are felons, drug addicts, and uh, fat people from the future to tell you that if you do not fucking put down all of your other bullshit. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's talk about that article from 1861. Larry, Larry, Larry said we are felons, drug addicts, and a fat people. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Hey, fat people. <laughs> let's let's check out that article from fucking um we'll read that we'll just read the whole thing from 1861 because the one of the points they're making in this article is they're like you know we're fucking these northern abolitionists and this is in the new york herald 1861 they're like these motherfucking northern abolitionists are, are basically throwing aside the entire legislative agenda for niggers like what the fuck and it's like pfft. i mean th- this is like the thoughts of a yankee or something right this isn't even a very it's not very long either it's it's actually it's three paragraphs. You guys want me to just read it? We can do it paragraph by paragraph. What do you think? How about it? 
You got it, man. Amen. So this article from the New York Herald, March 7th, 1861. Now listen to what, like, you'd think this was on the Daily Stormer. What the articles were titled back then. This article is called, Nigger Worship and Its Consequences. (laughs) Fuck yeah. In the midst of a momentous crisis like the present, when there is no knowing what calamity a day may bring forth, or how soon the grand fabric of our Constitution will be swept away, and the arm of brother be raised against brother in deadly strife, it becomes us to ponder gravely over the dangers that surround us, and, as men and patriots, to combine in the endeavor to avert the worst of those evils which our country is menaced. To the anti-slavery propagandism which 40 years ago swayed so violently the people of England, and thence found its way into New England, and the Congress of the United States, and was afterwards nurtured so warmly by societies and a portion of the press, we may all trace the causes that distract the United States. It has ever been a prolific source of disturbances, riots, family feuds, and national discord. It has led to scenes which have disgraced our halls of Congress. It has caused the proper objects of legislation to be neglected, and the general interests of the country to be injured and mismanaged and by its pernicious agitation, has engrossed the public mind to an extent that it is positively lamentable. From its inset, do you want to talk about that, or do you want me to go ahead and finish well, reading? I mean, real, I, I mean, really, that first, I, I can finish it up. I mean, really, that first paragraph is saying, like, oh, you know, nigger worship and whatnot, has, it, it's led, it, nigger worship. To riot. It's caused family feuds and shit, national yeah. discord, all this, like, concern about anti-slavery shit. It's caused a, a, a proper, uh, they say, proper objects of legislation to be neglected and the general interests of our country to be injured and mismanaged. And that the agitation from these you know, unsavory elements, uh, their pernicious agitation has engrossed the public mind. So it's just like taking hold in the public. To an, it's, it just makes these people so hateable. And I mean, at that point, I mean, on, and now you look back at these people, these anti-slavery abolitionist motherfuckers, fuck them. Like fuck them. Yeah, yeah old John Brown. And it's crazy to hear like they talk about um like Harry like Beecher Stowe, the Uncle Tom's Cabin and um uh Garrison, what was um he was some writer in the north. It talked about him in the Ken Burns Civil War documentary. Um I forget I forget his name. I haven't name. seen that. But it says here oh, you got to. Dude, it's actually pretty good. It's really good, and they they don't they don't take time to villainize the South to like to vilify uh, the, the first South. episode they do. Yeah, but I mean, there's five episodes, and they actually in the second one, I think they take a pretty. Um, the first episode is all about how horrible slavery was, but yeah. I agree with you overall. Yeah, and, but and then you get to like the second and third one, and they're like, okay, the Southern generals were fucking badass, and they like yeah, Whoa. and they don't they don't talk shit about like Confederates. No, they don't. No, and it's funny, but you got Shelby Foot like. I brought heartbroken when I found that he was half Jewish, but I wish you never told me that. But dude, listening to that guy, t- I could listen to him talk forever, forever. He, yep. and he is like the most unapologetic, like pro Confederate Shelby, guy. Shelby, <laughs> Shelby, Shelby Foot. He's yeah, like, no, his his accent rocks. You know that guy was, would sit out on his porch and be like, "You got these niggas, like yeah. <laughs> these niggas." Right. Like he, would the Jew- he, he would be the Jewish slave owner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, his, I think his dad was Jewish or something like that. Um, here we go. The uh, next paragraph reads: From its inception to the present time, the question has undergone three phases, and this is interesting. These three phases, and think about them in the context of what's going on today, and and think about it in the context of every 
new social, socially destructive like fad that they want to push. These three phases. In the first instance, it was a moral one where they start to say like, oh, you know, it's just so wrong to hate faggots, right? Or so it's like in the privacy of their own bedrooms, like, what does it hurt you? I mean, is this like immoral? And like for a, for a people who are drifting further and further away from God, where they can't, like, they have nothing to really anchor their um, opinions in, they're just like mm. provoked by discussion and prejudice. I say that in the, in the context of slavery, provoked by discussion and prejudice in England, and then in the next stage, it was a social one which is induced by the northern states finding slave labor unprofitable and therefore wanting to abolish it. So this is like where, where you know, the, the people who hold, like have the means of production will say like, well, you know, racism and uh, hating on all these groups, it's unprofitable. We have to bring everybody in under one umbrella so that we can fucking maximize profits and stuff. And then in the third, it was a political, social, uh, political, religious one, which we may call, quote, nigger worship. Now, in this last phase, we find it now, it has become a pulpit theme and diverted the stream of religion from its course heavenward to the stormy seas of politics, which is just, I don't think that any of you guys would disagree with that, that the focus of religion nowadays is not the salvation of the, of the people who are attending the church. Mm -hmm. It's more mm -hmm. politically direct. 100%. And this was in 1861. <laughs> so it says here, we have a prominent example of it in the case of Ward Beecher. It has ruined churches, ruined parties, and is now ruining the entire country. Anti-slavery fanaticism has stamped its character upon our northern literature, which led away the minds of those who had not philosophy enough to withstand its subtle influence, which, if you just think about that for a second, anti-slavery fanaticism has stamped its character upon our northern literature. Okay, so literature exists, and then that fanaticism led away the minds of those who didn't have philosophy enough to withstand it. Why do you think that people aren't taught philosophy in school anymore? Yeah, because they don't want them using critical thinking skills, 100%. Yeah, and uh, so... Yeah. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry, go ahead. Bro. No, I was just going to say that's what philosophy does. It teaches you how to dissect ideas and break them down and actually think about them. You know what I mean? They don't want people doing that. Yeah. What do you think about that, Ambrose? You got anything or you just want to hear more? I want to hear more, please. So it says, um, so yeah, it led away the minds of those who had not philosophy enough to withstand its subtle influence, which for 30 years of the 40, it has been in agitation, has been gradually undermining the constitution of the Republic and the best interests and liberty of our people. So that's the second paragraph. I think that it's, it's pretty well established that the, the social fabric of America has been completely undermined. I mean, they're writing about it back then. We don't have to talk about it anymore. It's already happened. It is interesting, though, because this is a good bit. It's interesting to hear, like, things that people are writing. There's something, we kind of talked about it earlier, about, like, what did these people think back then? You know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, uh, further in the past. Um, but that would, that's, I actually do kind of like that. It would be interesting to do more of that in their own words. You know. Yeah, no, it's and I love I love hearing like what they have to say, and I don't mean like we shouldn't talk about it, but I feel like we should be operating in conversation and in thought from a, a where this stuff we don't even have to discuss these things. These are things that we can just assume. You know what I mean? These are assumptions that we can just make. Yes, um, and and that's that was my point earlier or my contribution earlier. Um, but it did it, and saying like, oh, you're gonna look for some like right wing like explicit racism or, or anti-Semitism and stuff from the past. Whereas the further back you go, the more um, implicit it was. Then uh, uh, it, was, it was just kind of like, you know, woven into the fabric of society that people didn't it. like Jews. People didn't like Jews. And that's something as Americans especially don't understand, that like you speak to Europeans from 
especially certain countries, even countries like Spain. Um, or just, God, for, God forbid you talk to a fucking Polish person about a Jew. God bless um, Queen, like, uh, Queen Isabella. <laughs> yeah, like like these people, it's 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 going back literally hundreds and, and if not thousands of years of, of interacting with Jews and, and them not <laughs> enjoying that interaction. Um, and in America, like, it seems like such an uphill battle um, because you can't even fucking talk about Jews at all under any circumstance, hardly at all. Well, that's like, the whole point of fucking 1984, brother. And I, and honestly, that that is a thing. If you take away the vocabulary of a people where they can't mm -hmm. just be cut and dry, and that was sort mm -hmm. of like where our one of our strengths as like white men has come from in the past is our ability to f to state a position and and really explain things as they are. With clear-cut language, you know what I mean, Ambrose? Well, that's something that I really enjoyed about E. Michael Jones. When I first saw him come on the scene, like, a year or two years ago, whenever, in our kind of our circles, is that, like, he was so ingrained of, like, in Catholicism, which is another kind of sector of, of anti-Semitism, historically, that he's, like, he, he did a video, and um, Matthew Drake, he used to be on YouTube, he's on BitChute now. I know, man. Yeah, really he cool did thing. the drawing, drawing thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Really Dude, cool stuff. So I really cool. they're, yeah. they're great red pills to like send someone for like it's like he clips podcasts and does like this drawing thing while he does it. And he always does a great job of pick of clipping podcasts, whether it's like David Duke or Enoch or whoever. And um actually Spectre has one. But um it's it's great little snippets. And he did one on, on Eme Uncle Jones, and Eme Uncle Jones, the, the video's titled like It's Okay to Criticize Jews. And like that's like people have a lot of things to say about E. Michael Jones about race and stuff and and they're not wrong pretty much at all from what I've seen. However, his criticisms of Jews, his casual kind of like matter of fact, like, like, what do you mean I can't criticize Jews? I'm Catholic. Like, why would I not? Like, they killed Jesus Christ. Like, it, like it's it's just like, I'm not going to not talk about Jews. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, you know, and it's that. Like, why would, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, brother. But it's that it, what you're talking like that subtle, just out in the open willingness to talk about these things where it's vo it's woven into the fabric. That is that is essentially mm -hmm. that's the quilt that the Jews want to throw into the furnace. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing. It's like we talk about Jews and it's like, holy shit, like we're talking about Jews. You know what I mean? Like to E. Michael Jones, who's just like just steeped in Catholicism, historical Catholicism or someone from Poland or someone from from Spain or some other country that's that's kind of like historically anti-semitic because of their history and relationship with jews it's not like shocking to them it's matter of fact and that's kind of something that i would like to see is just and that's how i talk when people ask me about like black people or something they're like i'm like the nazi at work even though like like jokingly the nazi at work right you know what i mean or, or in my social relationships with normies they're like oh yeah yeah he's like the race but like they don't think i'm like evil or anything but i'm just so matter of fact about how i talk about blacks or jews or Sticks or chinks or whatever else. I don't use those slurs typically, but um, they're like they're like holy cow! Like he's just and they laugh or whatever because they're uncomfortable with you being and, a seemingly in their minds like a quote normal yeah. guy. And I'm yeah, oh dude, they they're like yeah. And I've had people tell me that before. Be like you know, some of the actually kind of smarter, more introspective normies that I've met. Be like you know, it's kind of confusing to me that like you're simultaneously one of the more thoughtful people and more racist people I've ever talked to in my life. And that kind of conflicts in their head a lot. It's like, cause you're reading the wrong books, nigga. Like the South yeah. wasn't wrong. Like the, it, it, like yeah. the, the real red pill. It's like people be like, Oh, but bro, they, they weren't super woke on Jews. It's like, 
Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Ju- Judah Benjamin, bro. Yeah, Judah Benjamin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Charleston, South and, Carolina, and, brother. Didn't you know there were a lot of Jews there in the 1860s? It's yeah, like, no, it's shut up. Just shut the fuck up. It's I understand like, that, but I don't, I don't... We're talking don't about niggers right it. now. South was right about niggers through and through. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't talk shit about our guys because we're in America. So so they are excited to talk about these things because you're not allowed to talk about them. So it's, there's like this panic, this anxiety when these topics come up, when in reality, we want it to be something that's more casual and more just like, listen, this isn't some radical view. This is just how things are. And I was listening to Warren and his dad on FTN last week, and and, um, Alan makes the point where he's like, you know, you sort of just living like you're already in power, right? Sort of just like talking with the... I I forget who brought the point up with like the moral confidence and, and confidence in your position, right? To where if you're talking just so frankly about blacks, to where it's not mm-hmm. over, you're not just being like, you know, go off on yeah, kill, kill, kill yeah. niggers, brother. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? To where it's right. just like to talk to just normal people to be like, yeah, what? Black people, a black guy did that, yeah. Okay, yeah. you know what you I mean? Talk about crime. You yeah. Talk about like shootings and everything. So yeah. you got these blacks. You have to have the confidence yeah. because, no, like, that's the problem with, like, the fucking right wing now. I mean, this has been said a bunch. But, you know what? We're going to use our giant fucking brains here in Hate House to explain it better to the working class, okay? Listen, you can fucking have bad feelings with blacks and at the same time not piss off your boss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like, no, that's a great point. Or the people around you. You don't have to make people uncomfortable uh, like you know, pe- like exponentially uncomfortable all the time. Where you're just like, like, have you read my tongue? Like, yeah, like you can just talk like a normal person and point things out because reality exists. And if you don't seem like a weirdo and you talk about it, um, and I mean, most most people respond pretty positive. Most white people respond pretty positively to just frank talk. I don't care if yeah, they're liberal. Whatever. Everybody knows niggers are violent, right? Black crime yeah. is our foot in the door, right? Everybody knows it. No. When someone pushes against me, I'm just uh, pushes against like anything I say like that. I'm just like, you're not living in reality. Like, what are you? I'm, I'm not even gonna yeah. sit here and be like, have you seen Table Forty Three? Yeah, and like, like all this <laughs> stuff. I'm just, I'm Ambers, just, I'm just like, like have you, you like? Are you a real person? It's like, do I need to like sit here and fucking and <laughs> like? I don't have to, like we don't even need to look at fucking table forty three. We don't need to talk about any of this fucking bullshit. Do you go outside, motherfucker? Like, yes. Exactly. Do you do you, do you, you listen to rap music? Yeah. Do you hear the fucking shit these crazy yeah. motherfucker, these demon did you, niggers did, say? Yeah. Did you did you go to the gas station and fill up your tank of gas and see the fucking blacks around you or not? Do you drive through whatever urban area you, you know the closest big city you go to and do you see the fucking homeless black people begging you for money and no, shit? No, Ambrose. Violently, actually, they actually yeah. avoid that through their GPS technology. They avoid mm-hmm. this thing because they know that niggas are crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the yeah. thing. It's like you don't have to do the. Um, listen, I've done the over the top um, racism bit to people I know in my personal life. And it ha- actually, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. It has, I haven't actually met uh, with poor results from doing that. No, um, no. I, I've I talked either. about this plenty before on my show. Like, I'm not over the top, but I'm openly racist at my job, and, and in my person, just in my life in general. And I hardly ever get pushed back. Let me let me tell you ever. guys a story super quick. Um, so there's a guy I know, and um, I won't tell you guys how I know him, but I I know this cat, and he he is he's like a fucking like pro-Trump guy, like hardcore, but it was hardcore for like immigration, right? But he would try to fucking frame it as though it's it's 
economic shit for immigration, right? But I just started Ooh. dropping N-bombs in front of him one day. And I was like, oh, my bad, brother. I didn't mean to, like, I, you know, I get fired up sometimes. He's like, nah, man, it's okay. Me and my, me and my girlfriend say it all the time. It's like, even from a guy who says, <laughs> even from someone who says that it's like, he makes these arguments on an economic level. He, like, say, he like calls people niggers in his, in his free time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. if you don't say nigger, like, you're just not a real person. No, you, and that's the thing. You, and the, you don't say it with, like, an enunciation even when you're talking to people. You're just like, you know, it's like, you know, these niggers. Exactly. It, you, you just say it like it's a matter of fact. It's like, okay, cool. And you're just like, I got to tell this dude, I'm like, you know, these niggers are going crazy nowadays with this Black Lives Matter shit. And he's like, you know, they fucking are, brother. That's, casually say nigger. That's, that's, yes. uh, uh, that's the lesson of Hate House this week is, is casually say nigger around your white friends. And don't say it like it's a joke. Don't say it like it's something cool. Deadpan it. Deadpan it and say, Hey, where's uh, so and so? I think he's out there talking to some nigger or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, especially, <clears throat> and if you're talking about the news, like if it's someone that you know and you're like confident in talking to them, I mean, you know that what? Gay, that that gay nigger Don Lemon was drunk as shit on New Year's and he was fucking like trying to like <laughs> you know, suck cocks or something. You, you know, know what's what I mean? funny, like, Ambrose, yeah. is that we're gonna get a lot of pushback for saying this on on the network. People will be like, "That's a dumb idea, brother." But like, <laughs> it's like no, no. I think if you're talking to someone that you know, right, and you're, like some bad shit happened, yeah. like the blacks are yeah. rioting and they're burning shit down, you're like, why are these niggers burning down all this fucking all the cities yes. that white people? No, say say <laughs> it to someone that you have some kind of rapport with. The people that you have rapport with, say nigger around. Don't yeah. say yeah, it. Don't to let just that your be co-worker. your first conversation. Yeah, yeah John. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, or man, do. my name's John. You see what these crazy niggers are doing around here? <laughs> yeah. No, and, and honestly, dudes, like, I think that, you know, we're, we we do things here. It's a sort of A-B test, you know. We're, we're running tests out here. Because whether you guys like to believe it, it's, we might change this thing to, like, fucking, you know, angry laboratory or something. Fucking have to find a, mm-hmm. a word for hate that is synonymous with a word that begins with L. Make it laboratory, because we're actually scientists. We're out here trying Larry? to... We're out here tra- Larry, Larry's laboratory? I mean, but I want it to be like more of a team thing, right? Because, I mean, okay. this show works... We're like a tripod, okay? If one of if one of these legs, John or Ambrose or myself, aren't here, it's not it's not the actual show. So it wouldn't be... Uh, maybe the tirade triumphant? Triad. Oh, we're not leaving Dingo out there. Well, Dingo, that's true. This is that's true, but he's not here right now. You know, we're gonna have Dingo on, and you know, I wish he was here to give us some of his takes right now because he would be going off the chain if he was Mm -hmm. here. We probably wouldn't be able to have this conversation if Dingo was here. He'd be mad, dude. The other day, oh my fucking god, (laughs) I was at the fucking store. No, there'd be white tuber. I was at the store, man, trying to buy these cigarettes, and this fucking nigger was like, "Hey," and it was like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but man, no. What were we saying? Um, but no, we're out here running experiments in in our day to day lives, okay? And you know, we're out, we're out we here, are. I am. I yeah. I am literally doing experiments out here, and um, I'm just out here. They're doing, going well. You know, yeah. I, I you know, I've met. I've gotten a little bit of pushback. I talked to a, um, a left <laughs> a left leaning libertarian, and um, he he basically used deductive reasoning to figure out that I was <laughs> a fucking ethno nationalist. And uh, didn't I've like black people to me or Jews. And he's like, when you so, meet a Nori that's like actually intelligent, and he like gets met, to like, you, a, a, and, yeah. And he goes, he's like, wait, so would you be okay with segregation? And I'm like, I ponder it for a second to make it like make it look like I have to think. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, I, I would be okay with segregation. And he's like, you know what? I've never thought of this before. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny though is like after I told him I was okay with segregation, we like haven't talked since. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't ready for it. 
<laughs> no, man, he was having a really tough time. It's like, dude, fuck. I, it's like, are you okay with segregation? It's like, I'm interested in segregation. <laughs> like that. You've said that before. You've said that before. I love that line. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in segregation. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to talk about it. I saw some dickhead somewhere was saying he's like, you know, because I was on uh, the politically provoked YouTube channel last week. They did a Mr. Girls stream, and I jumped on for like a couple seconds. And I was like, why are niggas even debating? you know, consent and pedophilia and stuff. It's like, isn't this shit settled science? Like, fuck those niggas. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are yeah, we doing? Exactly. Do you know what I mean, dude? I've, I've I've heard in normies and elsewhere online or whatever, have that conversation about, um, what's there to what talk age about age of consent. And like, you know, usually you're, you're virgin on like, what's the age in some States. It's like 17. Is it in some States? Is it 16? I think it goes as low as 15 brother. Really? I believe it does. I could be mistaken. Christ I Almighty! It, with I per- thought it was like maybe sixteen, depending on the age of the other person. I I, like I that. think that it's, it, I dude, I could be. I believe it's sixteen in Oklahoma. But I don't it, know though. I think it's sixteen, like with marriage, with a marriage stipulation. Well, it gets extremely awkward when you're talking to Mister Girl. But it's about like dude, the age of consent. It's like brother. Do we have? Because the fucking age of consent in some of these states is, like, 16 with parental consent, does that mean that we have to talk, listen to you talk about fucking children? Is that, like, is that what that means? Is that, I don't think that's what that fucking means, you know what I mean? Like, there's no conversation all, to be had here. First of all, big kike. Big time kike. Yeah, literally, so he, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's it, man. It's just only a disgusting Jew would think about shit like that. And it's Jews that have always driven these arguments. It's always been Jews. When you look up what the average American man sees, like what what the average American man sees as like the peak female form, it's between the ages of like 19 to their mid early to mid 20s. I looked up like two different fucking articles that said this. Hey, man, no brother. fucking grown man is going around saying, "Oh yeah, I fucking I think the peak fuck. I really want to fuck 16 year olds." No. no grown man is doing that. No, bro, it's not a thing. Gotta pause you super quick because you fucking saw you. Uh, I sent you. I know Ambers. I sent you the vouch because, dude. We've been we've been watching a bunch of Mr. Girl content here. Like, it really. Well, I, 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 I saw one video. I'm, I'm like going through his back catalog. Let's be. I've watched cool. a couple. No, I've yeah. watched. No, I'll be clear. I will be clear. I I sent Ambrose a video because we were going to talk about this video the other day, but I, then I saw Ralph did it, and there's no point. But I mean, we could do it. We could cover it on like a different like level. But I sent Ambrose the Valsh interview with. Mr. Girl, and then I fucking did. I don't. I sent John a bunch of shit too. And this motherfucker, dude, is out here, and really, what he's doing, he's talking about like empathizing, right? He's using it. Like, that's 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 the Moton Bailey. Yeah, 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 exactly. I like the way that you described it. Could you tell the audience real quick the way that you described his conversation with Vouch? I don't remember exactly it, what it I was. Said a Moton dude, Bailey as to how he could fuck children, basically. Right, right, right. It was about he brought in the Confederacy and Nazis and how like, hey, Vouch, like, you know, don't you want to speak to these people? Don't you think that like, you know, on some level, these people have. have Dude, it was so. Amber, it was was uh, so weird coming from him because he was like, Vouch asks him, like, do you think it's okay for people to be brought up in anti-racism? And he goes, no, I don't think that's okay. So it's like, wait, what the fuck? So you have a guy here that's like, who is. Like his like this guy's positions actually don't make sense. He stands as someone who is like anti-Nazi, right? But he's not right. okay with people 
telling you to be anti-Nazi because he says he wants to sympathize. I mean, like this is paraphrasing. He's, he wants to sympathize with like what it is that could turn people into a Nazi. You know what I mean? Very strange mm-hmm. guy. Well, it's motherfuckers like you, Kike. It's Judaism. People like you turn, yes, people like you, Mister Girl, turn people into Nazis. You fucking disgusting freak. It's just like, dude, we like what? Like, what is the gray area here to talk about? You know what I mean? Like, what needs to be discussed? Like, do we really have to like hammer down and like the specific age? We already did, dude. Eighteen, okay? You're an adult at eighteen. You live in this society. Why are you trying to break down our conception of well, like at what age that is a thing? You know what I mean? What the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's typical Jewish behavior. And this is like justification for all the shit that like um, white nationalists and anti-Semites say all the time. That these motherfuckers use these, they use like empathy and all these other, you know, um, like virtuous things. Because like empathy is not a bad thing inherently, right? And like being able mm. to feel for another person, that's not bad. If you can't do that, you're like a sociopath. It is. It, it is a weakness, though, and that's something. It can I don't be a weakness. I heard that. It certainly can be. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like they use empathy and all these other traits that are virtues, but they it's take a beautiful them, thing. They it's take a beautiful them, thing that that is manipulated. They yeah. Man, yeah, exactly. That's the word. They manipulate them to a point to where it's a detriment. And this motherfucker wants to use. The he wants you to he wants to get you to empathize with like the absolute dregs of society, and he does so in like the most shitty Jewish form you've ever heard in your life, dude. Just well, it just seems. I'm sorry, Bob. I didn't mean to cut you. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was done. I was just gonna say it seems to me like, and and that's what everybody that's debated him has refused to do. Like, no, some people they refuse to tell him some people don't fucking deserve empathy. And and fucking pedophiles are those people, right? Like but fuck he, you, you don't get empathy from me. And then he'd be like, but you know why? But why don't they? And then he like he wants to, he expects some like fucking philosophical excuses to why these people don't deserve empathy. And then, but then they were talking about what was really weird, Ambrose. And this happened in the Vouch conversation where they were talking about paraphilia. And it was it started out where Mister Girl was arguing from what seemed to be the position of saying that. that pedophilia should be a sexual orientation and not classified a paraphilia. But then Vouch lays down the argument as to why it should be a paraphilia. I mean, like, what fucking universe are we living in right now to where Vouch is the voice of fucking reason talking to somebody? Right. What in the fuck yeah. universe is this? Mm-hmm. And I mean, he, like, uh, I was so, I, I sent you the video and you were like, for like five minutes, and you were like, "I want to fucking, I just want to wreck this fucking dude." I was like, "I don't want to talk about this because it's it's so frustrating." And by frustrating, I mean like it's frustrating. It's just mind blowing, dude. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Because because you you want to know like why are we doing this? But then it's like, Mister Girl fucking says he's like, "We we're doing this because we want we I want." on my channel to be able to empathize with like the worst elements of society. Then he paraphrases the fucking poem on the Statue of Liberty where he's like, you know, give me your Nazis, give me your um, uh, racists, and then he, he like, oh throws, then he, he throws, he's like, give me your pedophiles and other socially maligned individuals. It's like, socially maligned? First off, how mm. the fuck can you throw a white nationalist, someone who wants to have a white nation, in the same category as a fucking pedophile guy? Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? Like, what, what, what universe is this? I mean, this is the well, universe that's... already that we're living in where Vouch, I mean, Vouch, 
I mean, think about all of the takes that that fucking fat joke of a human has had the last few years we've been exposed to him. And then he's being the re the voice of reason here and like the and not even the entire time where he's like he's agreeing with some retard shit. But at the end of the fucking debate or or conversation, do you remember the when he were um Mr. Girl said to Vouch Ambrose, I know that you watched this where he goes Oh, he's like if they're. I did the McNabb voice, <laughs> but he goes this, this whole, <laughs> the strip, you know, the strip club thing. Dude, yeah, what the fuck? Do you want to tell these guys about it quick? I've been talking a lot. I'm getting windy out here. I'm, I drank a whole um, bottle of, of uh, sparkling wine. He he sets up this um, hypothetical scenario where he, he begins to beg the question of pedophilia about um you know there's there's a he's sets up a scenario where there's a strip club. There's a, there's a whole whole line of strip clubs and and every strip club has a a year associated with it and the and you know there's zero to a hundred zero to a hundred there's there's a hundred year old strip club where all the strippers are a hundred there's a zero year old strip club where there's babies crawling around in it and everything in between and, and um and then he goes well which one would be the most popular in today's America and Vouch Vouch does like well he does like some historical scientific bullshit. He's like, well, I he's think like, that well, the the Europeans back in the day, if you look at the studies, they said that sexual predation on women actually happened about from fourteen to seventeen. So he's and that's he, he does he does like an evil white person bit that white people are disgusting pedophiles who violently want to rape fifteen year olds, and it's always been that way throughout history or something like that. Yeah. And and then um no but hold on real oh, quick I have to explain that that's not what I found when I so, looked it up so what happened was this then is that he Mr Girl takes Valsh's explanation as not wanting to settle down on the number and Mr Girl pushes him on this multiple times and then Valsh is like I don't have a category to like tell you um because this isn't my personal opinion right and fuck <laughs> and dude he's like what do you have a number or something and Mr Girl actually fucking says. Um, he's like, uh, 15, uh, maybe, f it, it, I actually think it would be, he's like, I actually think it would be 14, after yeah, the like, novelty like, wore off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, and then he makes some joke about, oh, I don't even know. No, and then he goes, no, no, and then he I does some fucking joke with, and he goes, he's like, well, what, to, what, what color panties do you think they were wearing? And that's when he shuts the debate off, but it's like, like, this is where, I mean, this right here is a perfect illustration as to why these sorts of conversation, these are the actual, um, to use one of their words, toxic conversations, right? I don't, I don't like to say that I hate people. Like I, I try I, not to hate, I try not to hate blacks, right? Like I try to say, well, you know, they're being manipulated. You shouldn't, you shouldn't. Um, I should, should try not Africa. to hate them for their for their nature because they're that's literally like biologically. My beliefs are that they're biologically predisposed to being how they are. It's like hating um, a retard, you'd say. Yeah, they're low IQ violent people. Um, low I IQ try to be above just like hating them, and I do try to treat people as individuals. I don't know if I can treat a Jewish Cuck. individual. <laughs> I do, I do not think I can treat a Jew as an individual. When it, I meet when I meet Jews, when I think about Jews, you know, I see red, and um, I don't know if that's it's not consistent with how I try to interact with other races in general. But like if I find out someone's Jewish, I'm just like, just I just get in the back of my head and start talking to myself about how like you know just pick. It's just I just 
unhappy. Having unhappy. The, having the gala starts playing in the back of your head. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a Tarantino movie. It's like Kill Bill. And you like start hearing like samurai, like like the old like uh, martial arts music in your head, like and like start imagining like all kinds of vivid Tyrants daydreams going in my on. head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I ask you guys a question, quick? Sure. Do you guys want to take a break, or do you want to end the show now? We're at an hour. Do you guys want to take a break and do another little bit, or whatever you want to do, man? No, I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. It's not whatever I want to do. I'm not in control of your guys' times. Um. The other day I took a fishing trip Just me and my boat An old banjo lip Banjo was my guide An old colored fella He wasn't very dark He was a high-stepping yellow So we launched my boat And I cranked my motor and up to my nose came a terrible odor I looked all around trying to find something dead But it was Banjo with his arm up, scratching his head Some niggers never die They just smell that way Now the more he'd scratch, the more he'd sweat And I'm here to say he was a choking me to death so we loaded up, I just couldn't go on And I coughed and I gagged all the way home When I dropped him off, I was next to dying My nose was a-running and my eyes were a-crying The smell scorched the hair right out of my nose When I got home, I had to burn all my clothes Some niggers never die They just smell that I recuperated quick I was thankful for that I was only in bed For a week and a half The very first day I was up on my feet I went to the supermarket Down the street I shopped all around And I filled out my order My groceries were bagged By a fat nigger porter conditioner was broken, I was ferocious, cause it was hot and that nigger was a sweating on my groceries. Some niggers never die, they just smell that way. The vegetables and greens I bought started wilting, my blood pressure rose and I could have killed him. I was gonna smash him all over that place. But he raised up his arm, and I fell on my face. Now I'm here in the hospital, and at the ceiling I stare. I could have whipped that nigger, except he used germ warfare. So from now on, I'll carry a long, long stick. Cause if I can keep from the smell, 